0: Hello everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome back to another episode of the Internet Sensation Podcast. Hopefully you guys are doing well. Uh, I'm really looking forward to an influx of comments this week about the fact that I'm still yet to get a haircut. But I wanted people to know, because people have been saying it a lot, and they normally do. It's not like it's a new comment. It's one I get all the time. It's always, get a haircut. Well, haven't you got a haircut yet? Uh, I was gonna look at the comments from the Give episode, I was like, it's the first time I've brought a guest on who isn't somebody who I, I really, you've seen me with before, you know, it, it wasn't like bringing on Will or bringing on George, um, it was all just getting a haircut, and I haven't done it yet, because I am growing it out for a role, uh, I've got a video coming up soon that requires me to, to have hair. Uh, but then we're just going to shave it all off. I guess it's my plan. Especially after listening to Gib talk about how he became an elite boxer afterwards. I thought that may be my way in. I'm joking. But I suppose we could talk about the fact that boxing is once again uh, the headliner of YouTube. And when isn't it? It always is. It is always the boxing. That is the thing that everybody seems to always be talking about all the time. It never goes away. Uh, because everybody is doing it all the time now. It's just people training and working towards the boxing. But we had the press conference in London, actually. I didn't go. Um, I was ill. You may be able to tell uh, by listening to this. I, I am just recovering from a cold um, in my video I posted the other day. I did another 90-day fiancé video. haven't done one of those in a long time. Uh, I had a cold in that as well. Uh, But that was early on sets, but we've we've managed to pass through it now, which is why the podcast is going up a day later than it should do, unfortunately, because I have been ill. So I apologise for that. But yeah, I missed out on the London press conference. Uh, I ended up watching it at home uh, from the comfort of my bed. Uh, Like I think 99% of the people who follow the boxing do, they can all go out and do the fitness stuff and the exercising. I'm going to watch it from my bed. (laughs) I think that's the way it should be. Um, that's the way that the YouTube boxing was designed to be consumed. Well, it was cringy again. I don't really know what people expect. Uh, everybody always wants people to talk about these press conferences. But it just, it is weird. Once again, Shannon Briggs, shut up. I don't know why they gave him an actual microphone this time. As if it wasn't bad enough last time, last time he didn't even have a microphone, he literally just could be heard off of the microphones of Logan and JJ. So, somebody literally handed him an actual microphone this time, and he used it, uh, which isn't really surprised many people, he loves it, He, he loves to use the microphone. He decided that he was just going to sit on stage and, and just say, let's go champ again for the whole thing. And that was the end of the uh, press conference in the boxing section of this podcast, so swiftly moving on. No, I'm joking. There was a lot of stuff in there that was um pretty deep. And, and a lot of people complaining about it last time and, and some of the stuff that was said. Mainly JJ got the backlash at the American press conference. But at the London one, mate. I mean, JJ brought out a dog that resembled Logan's recently deceased dog. He brought that on stage. I remember I saw that, I was just like, there are no rules. Hopefully there are rules in the ring, you know. Nobody's going to be hiding knuckle dusters under their boxing gloves. But there are literally no rules. Like These guys are doing whatever they can to get in each other's heads. And I said that about Jake with his whole transphobia thing that he did. Uh, (laughs) In his vlog, I don't think that they're actually on purposely trying to mock people from outside of it. They're just trying to mock the people inside of it. But I could still understand why people are getting offended by that. Because, I mean, if you've lost a dog, you probably don't find it very funny that somebody would use that as a way to get somebody. But it's boxing, it's fighting, they're going to be punching each other. So, it's all pretty laid out on the table. Uh, That's the only reason why I'm giving it a kind of a pass. Um, It is also very funny. Not the transphobia stuff, I meant the dog bit. The transphobia stuff isn't funny because he's just stupid. And that's why he ended up getting himself in that position. But, surprisingly enough, JJ bringing out a dog on stage recently resembled a deceased dog wasn't the thing that most people were annoyed about. Which is amazing. It's amazing that... There could be something else that happened on stage that people found more annoying than that. And that was the fact that Logan, at some point, like points at JJ and he goes, Oh, you've had five abortions. Now, when that happened, I just thought, Oh, it's diss track season again. We're going through the the same old jokes. Um, but then, I, I went to bed. I didn't fall asleep during the conference, uh, although some people did find it quite boring. I thought it was alright. They're always odd, aren't they? But I woke up to see that Logan Paul's been cancelled. And I don't know, guys. I don't know if he's going to survive this one. (laughs) He's never been through this before. Very interesting to see that, that Logan Paul had been um, well, just disowned for his abortion comment. And it wasn't an abortion joke. He basically just went, you've had five abortions. You kill babies, and that's fucked up. And a lot of women saw that and were like, "No, no, no, my friend, we're not having that. Uh, that's that's not our, that's not your place to say." Um, I don't think Logan thought it through. <laughs> I think a lot of people took it as Logan's political stance on abortion, which I don't think it was. <laughs> So, when I saw the mass backlash, I was like, yeah, once again, a dickish thing to say. But I don't think he actually means it. He's just trying to get under his skin. I'm sure Logan probably is actually all for it. Unless he comes out and doubles down on his stance against abortion, which I don't think he's going to do. I just thought that was so odd that loads of people took offence to... Logan Paul's apparent stance on abortion that's what they took out of that boxing press conference because that's not what I got out of it I didn't finish the press conference and think bloody Logan taking rights away from women it's their choice it's their bodies now I kind of took away from the fact that they were going to try and beat the shit out of each other in a few months time that's what I pulled away from it but yeah I saw a bunch of like um, I think they're called fan cams Oh, we're getting into the world of K-pop stands now. Because, of course, somehow that would segue into it. They they tweeted about how Logan Paul was cancelled these K-pop stands, and then they tweet a video of their fave dancing. <laughs> that's what they do. They, like, that's, that's the way that they spread the message, that they also post good music, I guess. It's like they find a trend, but it's blowing up, and then they'll be like, oh, abortion is actually... Something that's completely fine. And they'll attach a little mp4 of their fave doing a dance to one of their favourite songs. I wonder if that's a good promotion tactic. Maybe I've been doing this YouTube thing wrong. Maybe. Like next time there's like a a horrific tragedy. I'm going to tweet out a hashtag. And then just me dancing to um, commentary cancer. That's what I that's my don't actually don't ever do that. If I catch if I catch anybody who's a stand like that. And that is what these K-pop stands do, you know, using abortion as a way to promote your fave is um it's an odd form of promotion because I'm sure the person who actually is in that video doesn't want to be attached to Logan Paul's um views on abortion, I don't think that's something that they want, they, they didn't wake up being like how am I going to get my album out there, how am I going to get to number one, Oh, Logan Paul tweeted about abortion let's dance <laughs> let's dance my friends but once again I feel like this press conference stuff and the boxing, it's taken way too seriously by people I was asked if I was going to do a video on it, no I, I did it last year when it, when it was new and fresh but this year, I think I'm just going to avoid it because most of it isn't real I think the one thing that I thought was something I disagreed with was when JJ and Joe Weller kind of went at each other over the mental health stuff because I feel like there was malicious intent in that at the time. It wasn't just said to be like a boxing thing. Like, JJ and Logan, they don't know each other from Adam, really. So I don't really think those guys have any personal stake in the insults that they're giving to each other. Um, I don't think it's that deep and that's one of the reasons why it's hard for me to get invested in that stuff but Jake Paul and the comments he made about transitioning i think he's just an idiot more than anything um and then he just isn't very good at it compared to what JJ and Logan were doing but i i don't i don't understand why Logan copped so much backlash ironically because of the fact that i, I do feel like He was... I don't feel like that is his true view on on abortion. I don't know why I'd be giving that on stage at a boxing press conference. I mean, he just wanted to point out the fact that he thinks JJ has done that. And that was really it. And that's kind of all I have to say when it comes to the boxing and the K-pop stands. Somehow, those two topics are intertwined. And I don't really know how. But apparently they are. But I've seen some other stuff that I generally didn't like um, this week, YouTube-wise, stuff that I saw that made me kind of angry. Um, I saw the Dobro twins had a video posted of them at their meet and greet where fans are coming up to say hello to them, and the Dobro twins just look like they really, really, really don't want to be there. They don't even say hello to the person who's coming up to them. They don't put their arm around them. Say, "Ah, oh, thanks so much for watching the videos." They just smile, look at the camera, picture taken, and they just. The next woman comes in. I say, "Woman, twelve-year-old girl." The next twelve-year-old girl comes in and takes another picture of them, and they couldn't look less interested. And I know, my track record of meeting Greeks, the last year. I've I've flat myself down, uh, because of the fact that. Normally, um, I've been doing meet and greets basically since I started, I've been doing meet and greets since I had like 70,000 subscribers Um, and I would always do like 4 hours a day. Um, One of the last insomnias, my meet and greet, I was only allotted like an hour's worth of time so I took the meet and greet outside which I wasn't allowed to do, I got in some trouble with the security, but I did that every day, (laughs) got in trouble a lot with the security, the security were cool. But they were like, We're not meant to help you here. Like, they risked a lot to um help me finish off my meeting greet. Like, I wanna meet everybody. And then the last insomnia I did, I was so ill. Um, I was being I was literally throwing up every fifteen minutes, still completed my meeting great. Uh probably one of the hardest things I had to do, having panic attacks, um, just general anxiety attacks because of the fact that I was I felt bad, which then made me feel bad for maybe letting people down, which then made me sick. Which then basically it was like a cycle. It's like how am I meant to finish this? Cause it it's it was just go round and round and round. It was a nightmare. And then obviously I missed Summer in the City because I had an eye infection and I was ill. Which was rough again. And now I'm ill today. Maybe I should go to the doctors. (laughs) Seems to be a recurring theme. And that's one of the reasons why I don't know whether I'm going to be doing any of them. But that's because I I don't want to turn up and do meet and greets. And look like the Dobre twins. You know, I, uh, I felt like those guys. Just the lack of interest, you know, that is... It's painful to watch because as somebody who has cued to meet YouTubers before, before I was a YouTuber. If somebody treated me like that, I would have been livid, which is why when I do my meet and greets, one of the things I always tell myself is like, for this person, it's like the only time they get to meet me. So it's so important to them because it was important to me. So I understand How that Dobre Twins video, it hurt to watch. I was like, you guys could not care less about your audience. They have given you everything. They are probably the reason why you can even do the show that they were doing, I assume. Um, but I mean, they paid to turn up. They're the reason you have a nice house. But let's face it, I don't think they were actually disinterested, I just think they're really fucking dull. Have you watched the Dobre Twins video? Fucking so boring. I don't think I've ever watched something where I've actually gone. They look like they are made of cardboard, like a hundred percent, through and through cardboard. Like it is just flimsy. if you if you push them over, they wouldn't even realize you did it. They are not there. They are the most odd group ever. I think I've ever seen on YouTube. I I think joke people like Jake Paul, Logan Paul get a lot of, sh- a lot of shit. For their vlogs. But at least there's energy. You know, you could feel it. When you watch a Logan and Jake Paul video, you could feel that they're at least trying to entertain you. They may even be conning you into entertaining you. But the Dobro Twins, there's no con there. <laughs> they're just fucking boring. <laughs> and to get away with that is insane. But it's not worth a video, really, is it? Because, I mean... What am I going to do? Go wow! Look at those people. They look disinterested. Now I'm disinterested. That was boring. Move on. So we talk about it on the podcast. I think that's the best way to go about it? But there is some stuff that has really interested me this week because for some reason, man, like a, a month ago there was nothing going on. There's like nothing. I was looking at YouTube and I was like, it's a bit boring. You know, I don't really know what's happening. Maybe I should get a haircut, spice things up a bit. But then Trisha Paytas uploaded a video yesterday, and I am actually doing a video on this. It's actually my video tomorrow. Trisha Paytas uploaded a video where she came out as transgender. Now, that would be a great thing if it wasn't a mockery. And that's the best way I could describe it it's a mockery. I'm kind of lost for words, really. I'm trying to, and I know it's a podcast, so it's not very good. I need to have words to be able to talk about this. I'm going to try to describe it in the best way I possibly can. She's on our kitchen floor. And there's one line. There's one line that really stands out to me in the whole video. And she goes, you know, I don't identify with my gender I was given at birth. But I do identify with the gender I was given at birth. And you've got to make your mind up, Trisha. Which one is it? Either you do or you don't. Either you are, or you aren't. There's no in between, and you can't just put that in the title. And then she says at one point that the only reason she thinks she's trans is because she wants to sleep with gay guys. It just drives me mad. Because she put it in the title and it's got like 30,000 dislikes. I think the main thing that drives me mad is that people are surprised by this behaviour. People are amazed by the fact that Trisha Paytas is clickbaiting being transgender. This is nothing new for her. This is nothing new for her. She will, she will say anything she can to keep the lights on, and it's disgraceful. And I think the worst part is, is she did it all with the thumbnail of her dressed as Troy Sivan, not Troy Sivan. My bad, not Troy Sivan. Although he is an attractive gay guy, Troy from the High School Musical. Same thing, arguably. Um both really attractive. Troy from Zach Afron. She was dressed as Zach Afron. She she spent loads of money on recreating a song from high school musical. And we'll get into that in the video. It goes on tomorrow. But that, that's her transgender identity, she's Zac Afron. If I was a trans person watching that, I don't know, I feel like, like, number one, I'm being mocked. Number two, I feel like people like her make it so much harder for actual transgender people to be taken seriously. And that's grim. She's sensationalizing something that for most people is very real. It's something that you die for sometimes. You get beaten up for. You get bullied for. And she lives in Los Angeles. um, With a bunch of openly gay YouTubers. And probably has friends who are trans. Or friends of friends who are trans. Especially in the entertainment industry. There's, There's loads of people. To openly post that. I don't know. I just feel like you're doing such a huge disservice to so many people. And... When you're uploading a video that does more of a disservice to people and it does help them, maybe don't upload it. Hello? I think somebody just put posts through the door. That was confusing. I was like, am I about to be robbed? I was just talking about trying to stretch a ass and then somebody throws something through the door. Uh, I'll go check that in a minute. Um... Sorry, that's thrown me off. <laughs> the post, <laughs> postman. I sometimes I forget postman exist because I don't actually have any reason to be receiving post, like ever. I don't send letters to people. I've got email now. That would be a sad day when the postman are out of business because of email. It's a completely different subject. But yeah, I, I think that's all I have to say about the Trisha Paytas thing. There will be a whole video on it where I can go into more detail about exactly what she did say. But if I was somebody who knew her, I'd just be telling her to shut up. And I've I've met people who know Trisha, and one of the things I always ask them when she gets brought up in conversation is, I go, why don't you guys tell her to stop? And if you do, and it doesn't work, why don't you tell her to stop again? (laughs) But I just feel like she is the type of person who is so drawn to just... Negative attention, any form of attention, that should do whatever she can to get it. And I just couldn't be that type of YouTuber. You know, when I see people like Logan and Jake and Trisha, um, people who thrive off of any form of attention, I'm like, look, I don't don't get that. I would like to be liked. Otherwise, I'd rather not do it at all. And that's very much how I feel about YouTube. It's either, all right, people are going to enjoy what I put out, or I'm just not going to put anything out. I'd rather just not be a YouTuber because a lot comes with being a YouTuber. You know, um, you lose a lot of stuff as much as you gain a lot. So for me, it has to be an overly positive experience. I I wouldn't want to be like I paid my bills this month because everybody hates me. That wouldn't be fun. But it seems like Trisha Paytas doesn't care, and that's why she's managed to just she'll get away with this. Because how can you can you can't cancel Trisha Paytas? Um, It's not something you could do. People got to try. People are going to be like, oh, we're going to stop her this time. No, you can't. You didn't last time because you're going to continue watching her. The fact that anybody even is still watching her to this point is crazy to me. At a point, I thought she was going to disappear off. I always wondered why people cared about Trisha Paytas, apart from her being Shane Dawson's friend. God knows why he associates with her in any way, shape, or form. It's kind of a bit mental to me. she must be lovely in person. Must be lovely. Must be such an incredible person to really outweigh all the negatives. I don't know why people pay attention to people who do that. But I suppose it's like a car crash. You just can't look away. And that's sad, man. Because it's sad. Because people don't realise they're fueling her. They're fueling her. And I don't feel like she's okay. I feel like there's a lot wrong there. But... I suppose people just can't look away from Trisha Paytas, and she's going to continue to do this stuff, and it's just going to get worse and worse. So if you actually do care about this stuff, I'll leave it out. Because the next thing she's going to be doing is I don't know. What can she do next? That's, the, that's a better question. Then it needs to be like a, a roulette game of what will Trisha Paytas do next, where you put like four random words together, and that's the next Big Trisha Paytas controversy. I saw a Twitter account tweet out We predicted there'd be a Trisha Paytas controversy in 2019. No shit. <laughs> Tell me something, I don't know. Talking about controversial people and people who seem to never really ever go away. Uh, one of the people who has managed to pop back up recently in the terms of YouTube news or news in general is Bel Delphine. Uh, my old school friend. <laughs> I never saw her at school, Um, but uh, it's great to latch on to her in any way, shape, or form. I don't mean like that. I meant in terms of the fact that she's very relevant all the time, Uh, because apparently she's got a new stunt that she's pulled. I don't know whether I believe it yet, Um, but she was apparently arrested, which is uh, great news. Um, Sounds like something that many people I know in my town go through, so she really is representing uh, the (laughs) the homeboys. Uh, but, yeah, Belle Delphine has appeared in the news recently because she's apparently been arrested. I don't really know what for. I haven't really looked too much into it. I just saw that she posted a mugshot on Twitter of her against a wall. Because I suppose that's how mugshots are taken. I mean, I could fake one of those. Anybody could. It's not exactly hard to do. A part of me would love to see that be the case. Because, oh man... Getting another video out on Belle Delphine would be so brilliant. You know, she she generates so many views. But I need a proper story, like a bank heist or something. I want something interesting from this one. I don't want, oh, I accidentally killed somebody with my bathwater. Because that's what a lot of people are saying. They're like, oh, maybe she killed somebody with the bathwater. Never mind your immune system weaker than mine if you're dying to that stuff. I've had loads of it. I keep drinking it right now, and I'm fine. Aren't I? Tell me I'm not. What's that noise? It's only been beaten up in the hallway. I don't know what's going on. I just keep on hearing noises. I'm trying to do my podcast. This is what I get. This is what I get. That's why I want to move this into a studio at some point. So that I don't have to listen to people being punched in the hallway. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on outside. Maybe it's Belle Delphine. She's coming to murder me. Uh, that's what she got done for. She's escaped from prison. Uh, she's maybe going to prison for life because she's actually been putting arsenic in all the um, bath waters that are sent out to YouTubers. I never drank one, by the way. Uh, a lot of people wanted people to do that, and I think some YouTubers actually did, and if you did, why? But it's one of those things where I just avoided that. I was like... It'd be, it'd be too easy for me to drink her bath water. It'd be too easy. So I just pretended to instead. Uh, safer, arguably. I got it from my own bath. Tried and tested. So, I had no worries about it being something that would get me ill. Although, if I do think about how many times I do get ill, maybe that's one of the contribu- contrib- contributing factors. I can't speak English. I don't really know. I'm very ill at the moment. I probably shouldn't even be doing a podcast. Uh, at the moment, but I wanted to get one done anyway, uh, because I want to try and keep the streak going. Um, Although, I really, really, really want to try and move this uh, out and into a proper studio soon, because of the fact that I really want to be able to do it properly, because I still feel like it is only, like, 10% of what it potentially could be, and that sucks for me. Um, I want it to be as good as it possibly can be, cause I kinda of feel like I'm just kinda of getting it done at the moment, which I don't like feeling that way i, I wanna feel like i'm I'm working on something uh, that I'm loving to the a million percent not saying that I don't enjoy it I love doing this like I had a great time doing the episode with Gib, but I want every episode to be like the episode with Gib um and I wanna be able to make it something that it is proper to say the least anyway, something where um I could be doing that all the time, but uh I suppose I've just been very busy recently, and ill, which kind of gets in the way of being able to do stuff properly, which really sucks. Um, But at least I'm not in prison like Belle Delphine. That's really all I could take from that. If I was in prison, it'd be a lot harder to do a podcast. Although, probably more interesting. Does anybody do a prison podcast? (laughs) Imagine that. Oh, what if you managed to sneak in? A shank? Cigarettes? No, I've managed to sneak in two microphones and uh, a camera. And we're going to be doing a podcast every single Saturday. (laughs) It's called The Prison Podcast. See? You've already got alliteration, which is normally key uh, for a podcast today. I'm going to kind of go into one of the final topics on here. Um, I know today's episode is, once again, incredibly short, but that's because I've actually got a lot to do today. I've got to go and shoot an episode of Squad Goals, which is something that I've been doing. I don't know if you guys have seen. I'm on a YouTube channel called Squad Goals. Um, It's run by uh, my mate Zach and uh, a bunch of the guys at Football Daily. Um, Kieran's on it. Kieran Carlin, who edited my latest video. Uh, A lot of good good friends of mine are on it. And basically what we do is we sit around and we're a squad and we do things as a gang. Not like that, Bel Delphine, so you can't join. Um, But no, we do stuff as a squad. One of the things that we've been doing recently is a series on FIFA where we all play together on one team and I am a god. Um, so I'm going to go shoot another episode of that and it's great fun. I love doing it. I love being able to film something in a way where I don't feel like I'm filming. And that's one of the kind of issues I have at the moment with the pod is it feels very weird to do it by myself. Like I, I don't like doing these it's like in a solo way. Um it does feel very odd. Um, and I know a lot of people prefer these ones, a lot of people prefer the ones with guests, but I want to get to the point where I could do them both in a way where I feel super comfortable. And, um, yeah, currently doing it out of the living room doesn't really, it, it feels it still feels a bit odd, so I want to be able to work on that and make it something into uh, something a lot better where we could have more people on. I'd love to get Belle Delphine on. That'd be fantastic. Maybe it's worth messaging her. But these are all things that I want to do when I have a proper proper setup and everything's working properly and we can kind of move from there but um there is one last thing i really really wanted to talk about because everything else is kind of like youtube stuff that um i'll probably just end up making videos on anyway so if there really is anything interesting there I'll, i'll kind of get into it but i saw joker last night and man I woke up this morning and it's actually been all I could think about. All I've been doing today is just watching interviews uh with um uh Joaquin Phoenix and God he's amazing. He's such an incredible actor. I went last night with um Jack Mate, um Hamill, James Wilcott and Jordan or Doody Rhino um from uh Happy Hour, as you guys know. And we all went and watched uh, Joker. Some of them were already seen it once. um, And it was my first time viewing it. And I really kind of tried to go in as blind as possible. Because of the fact that there were so many trailers. And I just didn't want anything to be ruined. Because I know... I knew going into it that I was going to be watching an art piece. And you don't really want parts of the art ruined. You know, you you don't want to see it in pieces. You want to see the full thing from start to finish. With nothing interrupting it. And one of the first things I want to say is: anybody who's coming out of that film comparing it to Endgame or the Avengers—they're not even the same genre of film. Now I know that it's a superhero supervillain thing, and it isn't really. The Joker is not a supervillain in the way that a super in the way that Thanos is. It it was more for me, like a it was a story. It was a it was a story about a character, like a like a person. Um, I didn't see it as oh this is like a Joker film, uh in the way that Jared Leto played it if that makes sense. Not like a Hollywood version. It was an art piece, uh about about a human being. So when I've got a bunch of friends who came out and they were tweeting about how oh it's like oh Logan it's like logan's better and it's like they're not comparable they're just not joker is in its completely own category especially in film and i think anybody who's trying to really make comparisons comparisons between those i think you really kind of missed what it was meant to be if you're making comparisons between other films um it's it's a standalone piece i'd be really upset if they gave it a sequel because I think it did everything it needed to do in that film. Um. And it was just generally fantastic. And I, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Uh. But I, I, I've seen so much stuff around the film. That annoyed me. In terms of. The media almost begging people to shoot up the theatre. It's so weird. Like. Every single article I've seen is like. There is going to be a shooting. There hasn't been. Um touch words, because it'd be terrible if there was but it almost seems like they really want they really want the film to cause some form of controversy and they kind of found out that gary glitter famous pedophile he like co-wrote one of the songs that was used so now they're like oh the joker supports pedophilia they really are kind of just grasping at anything they can to get a headline uh and they've been doing anything they can to kind of Just take it away from being what it is, which is a social commentary piece on people with mental health issues and society. (laughs) And whether or not the Joker is going to say the N-word. That's why we can't have a sequel, because that is what that is going to be. That is exactly how that's going to end. So, can't have it. Shouldn't be a thing. But I've been looking at all the people on Twitter tweeting about it, and i have just kind of sat there looking at it, being like, why does everybody want this film, number one, to be compared to Endgame, and number two, to have a shooting? I don't know why, do those go hand in hand? (laughs) Is this something to do with Endgame? It's the MCE. No, obviously, I'm messing around. But it is very odd to see the fact that there are so many articles being written about Um, Joker in such a negative way Uh, and I understand why people think that it could cause some form of uprising or could inspire somebody to take matters into their own hands maybe but don't help them by writing articles on it before it's even happened don't help them by pre-hyping it Um, just kind of leave it because you can't not help him. Because they, what they're saying is is that hang on films films could inspire people to do bad things well if you're writing articles about it then the news can also inspire people to do bad things and so could tv and so could anything so if you really think it's a problem don't contribute it pretty simple I, I I I don't know why it has to kind of have that damper put on it because it was just such an incredible film. But also, luckily in the UK we don't have to worry about that. I didn't go into the UK screening thinking might get shot. Didn't even think I get stabbed. It's Not even an acid attack. And normally I just think I am gonna get stabbed because I'm in London, not because of anything to do with the Joker. But it it was just one of those things where when I went in I watched it, I could see how people could draw those conclusions. And I think anybody who's saying, there is no connection at all, I think you're also mugging yourself off. Um, I think it's one of those things where, when you really do look at the film, yeah, I could totally understand why somebody would watch that and come out of it going, I have a purpose now. I feel like... I feel like I can... I found, I found a meaning to what is... Well, in... The Joker, such a tragic story, but at the same time, it's also not real. It's fiction. He's dressed as a clown. Um, the one thing that uh, I was going to give away a spoiler, then I promised I wouldn't. Oh m- no, spoilers! Um, all he does, right, is he does he does a just a circus routine for two hours. So really, if anything, it's just going to encourage people to join a circus. Do circuses still exist? When was the last time you saw a circus? Somebody's gonna comment uh your YouTube channel and if so, touche. But also I gave you that, so I want royalties for that joke, please. Thank you very much. Uh if somehow you manage to find a way to earn from it, then I will happily take it. But um yeah, I think that's really it for me, uh, on this episode. Uh I've gotta talk about everything I want to talk about. Um by the time you see the next one, I really, really want to kind of get a new uh, studio, but that may take a couple of episodes before that happens, so we'll see, but it's definitely something that I'm going to be working on um, as soon as possible uh, to kind of take this to the next level, to the next step and, and make it exactly how I want it to be. So you're going to have to bear with me on that one. Thank you so much for watching. If you guys did enjoy it, then you can check it out on all platforms, it's on Spotify, Apple, and uh... SoundCloud. As well as that, don't forget to leave a like and subscribe if you're new. And if there's anybody who you want to see on as a guest, don't forget to leave a comment so you're interested in seeing who you would like to see. But apart from that, that's it for me, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out, people, cool, and have a good day.